Well, uh, welcome to Podding This Together, the podcast where we head to Baker Street, smoke our pipe, and solve some mice mysteries. Because today we're, that's right, we're in our very own movie choice, or what is it? Moan movie choice month? of the month? Yeah, anything you want to watch month. So I chose the best detective in the world, Andoni, and that is The Great Mouse Detective. Yay! Uh, well, I'm Indoni, and you're Dustin. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally forgot. Oh, you know what I did? You know what I did is I deleted the lines where they're like, "I'm this and I'm this." <laughs> well, that's the worst intro we've ever done. Eh, it's fine. So yeah, the Great Mouse Detective. What's your uh, IMDb? Your personal IMDb of this? I mean, I feel like this is an easy personal IMDb because you would just be like, "It's the mouse version of Sherlock Holmes." Yeah, that's, that's it. Like, that's it. That, that's it. <laughs> Uh, what would you say? For oh, I keep trying to think of like a mouse pun for Sherlock Holmes, but I really can't think of anything. Uh, rodent Sherlock <laughs> Holmes saves Toymaker by solving the mystery. Ooh, yes. yeah, it's just it's just rodent Sherlock Holmes. That's it. It's just rodent Sherlock. That's what we needed in life. Um, we're both right because it's yeah, Basil, the rodent Sherlock Holmes, investigates the kidnapping of a toy maker and uncovers its link to his arch enemy, Professor Radigan. So, I, I I don't know how familiar are you with like Sherlock Holmes um, mythology? Oh um like the overall mythology probably not a ton like i do love sherlock holmes and actually i loved this movie growing up this was like my favorite cartoon for a long time Uh, i was just wondering like is there a um a professor radigan analog in like actual sherlock holmes so i took him to be like moriarty okay i didn't know if that was just from the sherlock tv show with benedict cumberbatch or if that was like true no, in the books I'm too. I'm pretty sure that's in the books as well. Moriarty is the guy always. Oh, okay. Yeah. Professor Moratiarty. <laughs> I was going to say that one that one leads itself to a better pun than, yeah. than Basil. <laughs> basil. And don't you want to like it's so English for them to call him Basil. Don't you want to say Basil? Yeah. No, because when I think when I hear Basil, I think of Austin Powers. Oh, wow. Like his his uh, his M is Basil. Yeah. So. That's been a long time since I've seen Austin Powers. Wow. Yeah, I wish I had chosen that for the freebies. But second best detective in the world, guys. Austin Powers. <laughs> what about Harriet the Spy? Well, she wasn't really a detective. None of them are great. This guy is great. He is great. Yeah, it's in his name. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Let's, Let's solve it. the mystery of why this movie is so good. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, weird scene. You open up in 1897 London, which okay. I don't know if that's like, I guess that's the time of, is that when the time of the original Sherlock Holmes takes place as well? I don't know. Cause there's been so many remakes and reboots and modernizations. It's just like, sure. You know what? He exists in 
1504 on Neptune's moons. Fifteen oh four. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 1897. I think that's about right. But wait, first, before we get started, I actually have to ask, what is your favorite version of Sherlock Holmes? I guess really the only one that I've seen a good amount of is the Benedict Cumberbatch one. Cause like I never saw the um, Robert Downey Jr. movies. I oh, never okay. saw that Lucy Liu TV show. Um, mm, elementary or whatever. Elementary. I mean, there's others, right? <clears throat> yeah. There's, there's gotta be some like older, like British ones that we probably haven't seen. Um, yeah. The TV show I feel like is the best because it's like a good mix of like, it's got that old school vibe, but they modernized it and he's like believable. The movies, the Robert Downey Jr. movies are okay. They're okay. Aren't they like really actiony? Yeah. They almost seem like he's way too good of like a fighter in that. I feel like hmm. he's not a badass. He's, he uses his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His brain is his weapon. Exactly. Just like the toy maker uses his hands as his gift to make toys for his daughter. And he makes some intense toys, like a, a, a flower that's a wind-up toy that unfolds into a ballerina that does like fucking plies and grand jetés <laughs> and stuff. You know what the best or the most impressive thing about this whole like flower ballerina though is, is because, so those, the petals, right? have to be they would have to be like very sturdy but then when it turns into the dancer it just like looks like it's like cloth and sweat yeah. but you're like that just what you're like, this is that's not, amazing it's amazing I mean, we're also watching a mouse detective so <laughs> and um, <laughs> i need mice. scientific realism yeah. mice solve crimes all the time you just don't see it was there like a kick at some point, I guess around this time of like making rodents crime fighters, because there was this, yeah. there was the um, the rescuers, there was Chip mm. and Dale TV show. Like, right. what was it about rodents solving crimes that was? Well, and so then you appealing? have like, and then you have like, uh, so Josh and I did American Tale. Oh, okay. Which is Fievel goes west yeah. and all. So like, yeah, same thing, right? He's a mouse that what it doesn't solve a crime, but he like is, he's, you know, and Stuart Little, we talked about like, there's a huge kick of like, why are, why are there so many mice movies for kids? <laughs> I don't know. Mice are super cute. And I guess they're vulnerable like kids maybe. So you like relate to them. Oh my God. You solved it right there. <laughs> they're just cute and vulnerable they're cute and vulnerable <laughs> i guess this that's why i did this one though because we watched american tales like what we just did the worst like a worse version of a better mouse movie in my opinion i've never seen either of them like this I've was never your seen... first time uh yeah i think so first time seeing it like all the way through i've definitely seen snippets of it but and i've only ever seen snippets of american tale i hadn't seen that one until that yeah i remember five goes west better but yeah american tale Weird. is that are is are those two the same as this in that the mice exist in a world with humans just on a smaller scale yes okay i love that that's like one of my favorite things <laughs> that's like a... when when mice or animals just like they live in our world but we just don't notice that they have like little tiny miniature bars and saloons and toy stores. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like they don't do anything different. They're just people, but are, they're like 
yeah, they're just the same lives. Like they have to get jobs, they have to pay. And you're just like, what? That's the best part about being an animal is not to deal with our human shit. Well, I never seen an exchange of money in their world. So honestly, I think money is probably the root of all evil. It is. That's the lesson to take away from all of this, guys. Oh, let's bring back <laughs> lessons learned. Never mind. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, let's, um, I don't think anybody so it, else would agree with me on that. Well, I lessons learned hot from the, the movies. Yeah. For bringing them back today. That was your lesson, guys. Bam. <laughs> Bam. You didn't want it. You got it anyway. That's the way. Another the... lesson is be royalty because the queen mouse had been the ruler for 60 years. So mm-hmm. if you want to live a long time, be royalty. Yeah. Also, if you have any enemies, just have a bigger cat that could eat them. Just have a bigger, <laughs> bigger predator. Right. Bigger something to eat them. Um, but yeah, so this daughter, it's her birthday. <laughs> got so sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, it's her birthday. She's like winding up the ballerina thing and it's cute. It's dancing, pirouetting, whatever ballerinas do. Um, and this like bat comes in and takes her dad away. It was horrifying. Like as an adult, I was scared when the bat like crashed through the window. I can't imagine what it was like seeing this as a kid. His voice was so unique and difficult to understand. I had to turn on subtitles for the whole movie. Really? Just for fidget? Yeah. Well, and like <laughs> the, the audio was like really quiet. Oh, where, where did you watch it? On Disney Plus. I was going to say, I was like, I just watched it on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and Dodie, we need to get your ears checked. No, I've always <laughs> had really good ears. They can't start going now. First my no. knees, then my ears. Um, You sound like... Dawson, who's old and just came back from like Afghanistan. Oh, Dr. Dawson, Dr. aka Dawson. Watson. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's Watson. back from the war in Afghanistan. He's looking to live a peaceful life. A peaceful, mm. Yeah. I like that he's riding, yeah, like on the bottom of just like a bigger carriage, but then. <laughs> yeah. He just hops right off. He's like, oh, yes, here we are. Quite. <laughs> quite right quite right yeah which yeah they don't really show like going back to the bat thing too it's like he takes him which i don't really understand how a bat like really was stronger than the mouse because they show the bat being pretty weak and he has a pig leg and he can't fly well he's got a tattered wing yeah oh yeah he's like batty in fern gully just like all fucked up <laughs> yeah he's this is also the smallest bat i've ever seen in my life bats can be super small so Oh, can they? I randomly, like, I will fall down random holes on YouTube. And one of them was like watching videos of <laughs> this lady, like, presenting all these bats at this bat sanctuary. And like, they're all just so cute. Even the ugly ones are cute. But yeah, there's like bats that are the size of mice, except for the wings, obviously. Oh, so then maybe it does make sense. Um, yeah. At, at, first, at first, I thought you meant, you meant like a, you meant like an educational hole where you like search and get or whatever a topic hole but i thought you meant you're like sometimes i just fall down holes and i see bats and i found a really little bat well kind of <laughs> educational she was telling me about the bats and stuff but i didn't i didn't i didn't like purposely i was like i want to learn about bats it was just like oh my god there's a really cute video on my recommended let me watch this no 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 i wanted you to like physically fall into a hole and just find like a little bat <laughs> i just like just I found this little, little bat. oh god that would be funny it's very alice in wonderland just falling down a freaking hole in the yard <laughs> yeah you're like you would never believe it there's a little bat in there uh yeah so dawson he arrives wants a simple life and we don't really know what happens with the dad yet 
um but he like he's like looking in the ads like the paper of course because mice have little papers themselves to read of like where to stay like where can he go and he like just walks down this alley and he meets uh olivia who is bawling like a little baby because well, <laughs> her dad was kidnapped and she's I, I lost trying to find uh um i already forget his name basil basil because he's in the newspaper for having solved a crime so she's like maybe he can find my father her accent mm-hmm. was like all because at one point like her dad was irish right i don't think he was english i can't remember if he was irish you're right he does kind of set now that he yeah i would say maybe scottish Daddy, where are you? That's a good catch, actually. I don't think I ever thought about it. Because then, yeah, then they're leaving on the train, too. Like, where where are they going? That's later. That's later. That's <laughs> yeah. much later. What, whatever. Um, uh, but so yeah, Dawson so, takes her to find Basil. Right. Um, and you'll see in the notes, I agreed with you. I love the mirror image of the mice and the human, oh. like, the lives. <laughs> I was like, yes. it's just, it's perfect. Although I spelled that wrong. Yeah. Hata. Uh, basil yes is sherlock holmes of course who does he live in baker street in sherlock Holmes? i feel like he does was that consistent yes 221 b baker street b baker street what do you think the b stands for i think it's just apartment b (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah makes sense (laughs) i was hoping there was a lot more than that um but yeah this is where we meet his maid finally right because he's not there at first but so the maid just like lets these two random people in there because and i guess because she sees the kid maybe and she offers her like cheese crumpets i think she's probably just used to basil getting a lot of customers like asking him to solve crimes so she's or solve mysteries so she's just like yeah come on and wait it'll be fine he'll be here eventually and then he does show up uh but he's in like a costume and he's really eccentric and weird he's just like doing all this stuff like ripping off this this disguise and then like immediately starting experiments he like stacks pillows in dawson's hand and then whips out a pistol to shoot the the, the pillows mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> compares it to another bullet don't know what he was, he's looking for he was just gonna shoot the pillows while dawson held them too i love that like he was just like hold these like, yeah like seriously the, as a detect as like he's like this really smart guy he knows that's not gonna stop the bullet right i mean apparently not i mean, who knows <laughs> yeah, yeah but that's he is also like very sherlock holmesy he's already established like he calls him doctor and he goes oh well how did how did you know i'm a doctor and he's like oh it's quite obvious like you just got back from afghanistan and like he already figured out his backstory the first five seconds that he's in the room because of the way he like stitched his tweed jacket or whatever like that like yeah can you imagine being that smart it's uh it's smart but it's also just like attentive like i don't think i would notice that as much like i don't even know like attention to detail is yeah you just have to know everything about everything yeah like how would he know that only that's a common suture used in afghanistan you're like who what yeah like what (laughs) take that guy to bar trivia yeah how do you know that the cat guts that he used to stitch up the stitches is from a cat only found in afghanistan like what the fuck that's why he's Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. But yeah, he's matching He's matching the bullet. I actually thought that was genius because this is like way before ballistics, but he's doing ballistics basically. Okay. I was like, what does he look like? What is he looking he, for? So, so he, they match up the lines of the bullets that he had then, then the one that he shot are like, they match, 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 three out of four. And then he gets to the last 
scroll and it doesn't the two lines like go like this if you look and yeah. he's like oh like because he thought he found the gun i think that the guy used oh okay that's what because every gun each bullet has a certain i think a certain like tell or like it's like well, that's at least the type of gun that they used so you can like huh that's yeah that's crazy yeah i thought it was so smart yeah i thought it was just like a, a uh what's the word a mcguffin something just to like fill time <laughs> just, for them <laughs> well they don't have a lot to fill uh time to film this movie because it's an hour and 15 minutes that's like the quickest movie i've ever seen yeah it was pretty quick it was super quick um but yeah so he's he's all depressed now and he's playing his violin in his chair by the fire because rats again not the same gun so whatever mystery he is trying to solve at that time that's still a problem which we don't Mm -hmm. we don't hear about that later on um it's something to do with radigan he said because it is yeah they're all tied together can you imagine producing like someone does so many crimes that just like all of them are linked to that person and that's like he yeah he calls i think you're right he calls it out he's like oh it's radigan but he just can't like he just doesn't have the proof basically like basically like a court of law like he's like we know it's him i can't prove it though yeah can't prove it can't catch him either Mm-mm. but olivia tells her tells basil that her dad was taken by a bat with peg leg and crooked wing and he's like aha ratigan i have you now <laughs> yeah. that's that's his boy fidget <laughs> that's his boy fidget what a great name by the way fidget it's a really cute name honestly I want to get a pet named Fidget. That's I actually had a cat named Fidget. Oh, she died, but oh, <laughs> oh yeah, oops. But did it was you great. Name her after this this movie, I did. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, that's precious. Yeah, and I want to kind of name. I agree. It's like a great pet name. Like somebody needs to name more pets Fidget. Like done. Well, I, I guess you just have to meet the meet the right pet. Find the right pet. You know. That's true. Yeah. Uh, something with an ailment. Oh. <laughs> <I'm so sorry. laughs> You're making me so sad here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that's It's not sad anymore because, right, now that uh, she tells him about the peg leg, you know, bat, he's all about it. Because Basil was like, oh, I don't have time for this girl. Sorry about your problem. Sorry about your doctor. Like, this doctor go, like, you two can leave. I don't, I'm not taking on any more cases, but because Radigan's involved, he's like all about it. So not the best motivation, but I, I guess pretty good. Pretty good. You know, it, it, it's kind of self-serving, but it very much fits like, I can't Sherlock. get over how like, sh- yeah, exactly. Like, cause he like, he's actually, he does like, he solves crimes, not for the people, but just because like, it's almost like a, like he wants to prove that he can or whatever. Yeah, and he'll only take on ones that he thinks are interesting. Mm-hmm. If it's not interesting enough, he's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do like how they both keep asking her, though, how did you lose your parents? <laughs> like, just like, what's up with that? Yeah. What? Why don't you what? go home to your parents? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm asking you to find them. <laughs> yeah, I've said it three times. Where's your mom, though? Single dad. Oh, such a Disney move. Yeah, so Radigan is like 
stolen the dad and he's forcing him to build a robot that pours tea. We don't know why, uh, but he's not. Flobishore, what is their last name? Flavisham. Flavisham. Oh God, so British. Flavisham. Mr. Flavisham. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm not going to help you. And he like wrecks the robot. And then Radigan's like, well, you know, we have other ways of motivating you, like kidnapping your daughter. Yeah, it, this is, now that we're just talking about it, I feel like this is actually a very dark movie. <laughs> it is, because there's pretty soon, actually in like the next scene, he's having a little uh, Gaston moment where his minions are praising him in song, and then one of them calls him a rat. This and... is my favorite scene, by the way, so I'm going to break it down. Yeah, like one of them calls him a rat, and then he's like, oh, time to <laughs> feed the cat. And he feeds this drunk mouse to the cat. First, I gotta ask, what what are your thoughts on like Radigan? Like what like when you first saw him, like what does he look like? What does he appear? Uh he's very highfalutin, fancy, enormous, but like very uh prim and high society. I like him a lot because the voice actor is Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. And it was just like it was so good. He was like a fop kind of, but not not Edwardian. Yeah, it's like a weird style that he has, right? Because like he has that like cigarette smoker thing that he's like doing like pr- proper, but he also kind of looks like a like I would also just equate him to be like a like if this was nineteen twenty, he could just be a gangster in Chicago's mob or whatever. Yeah, I think like, he's very much got that um, like scar in the Lion King. If there was kind of a trend of like what like flamboyance to the villains you know oh yeah he definitely had that right it wasn't just like a deep dark voice it was like his like caricature is very yeah flamboyant's a good like like his mannerism his mannerisms are also like really a part of his deal right like the way he like moves and dance like whatever yeah it's not just like threats or just because he's huge he is huge um but yeah, his party, his party is the best. His part, this is the best. Like I, as a kid, I wanted to go to like this party. Like they're just popping champagne, getting fucked up. These mice, <laughs> these tiny little mice, and one lizard. <laughs> I always thought that was weird too. Why is there one stupid lizard? Well, uh, as, as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Hey, I know that fucking lizard," and it's exactly the same character model and voice actor as Bill the Lizard from Alice in Wonderland. So I was like, oh my God, it's Bill. Poor Bill. Thank God I didn't put that in two truths and a goof. (laughs) I was wondering if you were and then wondering if I should bring it up. And then I was like, well, and then I just started talking and it happened. So (laughs) and then you're like, I don't care about your two truths. I I don't care about your goofs and truths. (laughs) It's very radical of you. Don't care about your plans. I'm going to ruin your two truths and a goof. Yes, I'm too fabulous for all of this. I love that song though. Oh, Radigan. Oh, Radigan. Uh, yeah, I it was it. good. It was just kind of a one off in the movie. No, maybe there's like two songs. There's like, two, well, there's the, the, yeah, the cabaret lady. We'll get into her lady or later. Uh, that was pretty spicy. Pretty spicy. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Don't, um, don't, uh, don't be nibbling on your cheese too much. 
<laughs> no, but this 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 is my favorite part though, because this that one mouse is so drunk the whole time. Like clearly, before they even got started, he's been he's been hammering away. Tough day at work because <laughs> he's, he's just like the bottle. Yeah, he's just he's just got tiny glasses and he's just like he's like hiccuping and he's just like oh radic like who like I I don't know I just love yeah. that guy. And then when you're supposed to say it's he's O'Radigan, the world's greatest criminal mind, but instead of saying that. He just goes, oh, the world's greatest rat. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then everybody just stops. Yeah, like, like record screech. Like, oh, scratch, record scratch. That's the word. Right, because he's clearly a rat, but he claims to be the leader of mou- mice. Mousedom. He wants to be the ruler of all of mousedom. Of mousedom. Again, why is there a lizard here? <laughs> Why is there a bat? Oh, you gotta have one bat, one lizard, whatever. I guess so. Um, yeah, yeah. They're all they like feeds pe- the poor, cute, drunk mouse. The cat. <laughs> they're, ple- they're pleading to him, though. I like Bill the lizard. It's like, oh, he didn't mean nothing. He meant, he meant, he meant mouse for sure. <laughs> oh, I love that. They're like, oh no, he didn't mean it. <laughs> Would you have a? Do you have a bell for your cat? No, Gigi will just come to me when I like call her. But she also controls a lot of the situation because as you've heard many times she'll just wander around the house screaming until someone pays attention to her (laughs) yeah so she runs rules the roost she does yeah i like the little bell because that means felicia that's his cat's name gets to dine on this mouse so he just like throws this drunk guy in this like corridor and that's where the mouse comes and just like or the cat right behind him and he's still singing just being a jolly drunk guy oh I mean, I guess that's the way to go. Swallowed. I, uh, Disney wouldn't do that. Well, <laughs> first of all, that, Disney is that the way to go? That's the way to go. You know, be eaten, drunk be and be happy. Eaten. Oh, I thought you meant being eaten by a cat. I mean, that too. That's also the dream. <laughs> but this is clearly a sore subject that comes up later on too, where he does not like to be called a rat, even though he definitely is. He definitely is, and his name is Radigan. Basil, Dawson, and Olivia. Um, he you know basil's all about taking this case now and he's like okay we're gonna go they because because the rat or because of fidget he left what did he he like dropped something like a piece of clothing like a scarf or something like that right no radigan sent fidget back to the toy store to kidnap olivia but olivia was there with uh basil and dawson so like he tries to steal her gets away different, different toy store though so they go they search for because they use the Basset Hound's nose to search for Fidget's scent, but I don't remember what they used to like do that. Because remember, he's like, "Yeah, we gotta we gotta ride Toby," and she's like, "What's a what's a Toby?" And I love that I just caught this as an adult. So they go into so the, the human world, Sherlock, the real Sherlock Holmes, we only see in this movie as like shadows. Him and Watson, did you catch? Oh that? yeah, yeah. So they're like solving crimes at the same time, right? So he, him, and Watson leave his house and then they sneak through a little mouse hole of course and they steal sherlock holmes's dog is toby oh i guess i didn't realize that that was sherlock holmes's dog i just realized that last night i've seen this movie a lot (laughs) 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 because i always thought that too i was just like how this mouse have a dog (laughs) just you know he's got a dog whatever i mean he's solving crimes i'm sure he makes enough money he can you know, keep a dog. But it's adorable because the Basset Hound is like huge compared to the mouse, obviously the mice. And, but he's like also short and stubby, but has a great sense of smell. But they go to, it's a human toy shop uh, right. because the human toy shop has 
clothes big enough to fit like the toy soldier mice because a toy i thought about this too the last night i was like a toy maker would make really tiny dolls and like tiny like even smaller little outfits for their toy soldiers yeah like basically dollhouse toys in a dollhouse yeah so it's weird that it's like they know i mean obviously they know the human world exists but like it's like how does like I don't know how to, they almost like break that fourth wall of like, do they acknowledge that like humans are just, could be there or they don't care? I think they just kind of see humans as a resource, you know, the mm -hmm. humans and the things they make are resources for them to take and use. And I also love this in cartoons, you know, the bat and the, the mice obviously are talking, but like Toby, the dog <laughs> can only bark. Yeah, like, and the cat doesn't talk at all either. <laughs> yeah, the cat just meows. And, like, in our heads, we consider them to be pretty smart animals, but... Yeah, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking crazy. It's like how Goofy is a dog and Pluto is a dog, but Pluto cannot talk. I know. You guys blew my mind on that one, too, on that episode. You're welcome. But, yeah, so they go to the, whatever, human toy store, and they find Fidget. He is trying to steal... So... I got the gears, tools, <laughs> uniforms, girl. Uh, uh, I don't have the girl. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, he has like, got the girl. He, has, he has like four things on this. Like you couldn't remember four things. Honestly, I can't remember a list of two things. So his his voice is just so I don't know. Oh, it's weird. It. I mean, you did an excellent impression, but I just like can't think of anyone who he sounds. No, like. I did. I'm pretty decent at impressions, and that was like not even good because his is so weird. Yeah, this scene is also, I think that's why I loved it though, because it is creepy as like a kid, but it's still a toy store. So you see like the the blocks, you see the toy soldier, like it seems like a very, like this is your typical stereotypical like toy store that you imagine. But if you've ever gone to a toy store now, it's like you don't see any of those kind of toys in those, you know what I mean? Like they always show the basic, like it's a doll, building blocks, tin soldiers. You're like, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this movie came out in the, well, I guess... It was also 1897. Yeah, never mind. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it, yeah, there, but it's just like, I don't know why that's still like what they show pictures of like toy stores. Maybe because that's when they were more prevalent. I cannot think of a single toy store around here because yeah. Toys R Us is gone. There used to be a small chain um, around me called Zany Brainy. That was like, that was my shit as a kid. I fucking loved Zany Brainy. Chaotic toy scene. Yeah, this this is all chaotic because, so they're actually trying to find Fidget and Fidget's trying to do his list, but <clears throat> he actually hides from him for a second because he doesn't want to be found because Sherlock or, well, Basil figures out, he's like, he's like, oh, look at all these tin soldiers. Like, where are their uniforms? And like, blah, blah, blah. Like they're figuring it out. And I think they find the list that's when he finds like his list um so he puts that in his pocket keeps that for later and while they're looking olivia of course like a dumbass but she is a girl um and like a kid <laughs> and like not a girl i don't mean that i mean like a kid like she's a course, child she's a child wandering off not doing what was she was told um goes and sees that baby crib thing that's like going back and forth saying mama mama and guess who's in there it's fidget uh, I got you now, girl. Gotta get the girl. Got the girl. <laughs> Time to go. This stuffs are in his bag. Yeah, with all the gears and like tools and uniforms and stuff. Yeah, he's pretty strong. Bag? How big is that bag? 
It's a bag of holding from D and D. It's that's fair, or like the Mary Poppins purse, or whatever. Oh yeah, totally. But yeah, so this is where it gets super chaotic because obviously now Dawson and um, you know Basil, Basil. are yeah <laughs> Basil uh, are trying to chase after him because they're like, oh crap. <laughs> we were supposed to watch this girl. Now she got taken. So they're not they're not doing a very good job of finding her dad. Um and this the whole scene of where he's like climbing up the block letters to get to the window and stuff. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. But it's just it's hard to describe. Like they're just bouncing on this pile of toys. Like, why is there this pile of toys? Especially going up to like a skylight window. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not like a normal display in a toy store and if fidget did that to like like that would have taken forever yeah but i mean he's fucking strong he gets olivia he gets away Mm -hmm. there's a little conflict between basil and dawson where because basil's like really just not aware of good social interactions and he like blames dawson he's like i told you to watch the girl what are you doing what's wrong with you and then Dawson's like down on himself, but then he finds the list that Fidget had, and then oh, you're right. That's when they find the list. Yeah, Basil's like, "Oh, Watson, capital! You found it. We've solved it because there's coal ash and it's saturated with salt, and they he was at a bar near the river. Let's go get him." Yeah, I, l- I love that when he does the experiment uh, uh, on that uh, the paper, the piece of parchment. Uh, but yeah, that's so true. Yeah, he just dogs on Dawson there for a little bit. Like, why weren't you watching him or watching her? And he's just like, I, I should have been. Like, Basil's like, such a dick, and Dawson's just so like such a sweet old dude uh, who su- sutures his own tweed jackets. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they probably don't give him enough funding to, li- to like they don't give him a livable wage even though he was a soldier in afghanistan this is the great depressing and donate movie welcome yeah thanks a lot Dustin. <laughs> yeah wow i thought and i was having a good mental health day i thought <laughs> yeah ooh. i thought you were having you were having too high lately in our group chats i was like he's having too good a time we need to bring it back down oh don't worry i bring myself down plenty lately <laughs> yeah perfect yeah. Uh, but so yeah radigan obviously fidgets all excited he's like he's like oh yeah look 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 what i got i got i got the geese the, the girl the, he's got all the stuff he's super proud of himself and radigan is like oh hell yeah we got this like we're gonna make this guy finish this queen robot because otherwise we're gonna kill his daughter um so he, he like shows flavish him his daughter um uh, but then puts him puts her in a glass bottle which is even worse so then he can like stare at her and like look at her but he can't do anything about it it's pretty diabolical it is pretty diabolical yeah well i i'm sure he would have like killed her or like threatened to if he needed to needed to to get what he wanted because <laughs> he's just horrible it's the worst. this is also when um fidget you know so proud of himself which he should be. He's been doing a lot of work, especially. I'm. I'm just gonna say this. They have the, you know, as a person with a disability, I feel like they can. We can do anything, but like they have the most disabled person carrying out the worst tasks. Like they have, they have so many cronies. Like yeah, he's well, doing where the they most. All work. go also like, all of them disappear. Did he like feed them all to the cat? No. Well, they eventually put on those costumes for at the at the queen's thing oh that's right but yeah what are they doing right now yeah 
Why is Fidget doing everything? <laughs> everything. Yeah, they're just getting drunk, calling him Rat the whole night. Yeah. And Fidget doesn't even get a break. Basil and Dawson go to the tavern and like Fidget eventually shows up. But he's not even he's not even done work for the day. He's still working. He's there on the job. Yeah, and drinking. Can we talk about the risque entertainer woman and the song that she's singing in this children's movie saying like, you can do whatever you want to me, boys. <laughs> like, what? Uh, we can sing about that or we could talk about that right now because I like how... Uh, Dawson's like uh get up to is also like him with like a like a halter top or like a crop top <laughs> but he's he's got a like a, a earring in one of his earlobes and like a bandana and he just looks like a really poor version of like a pirate like he looks like Smee I was gonna say he was just mouse Smee to me he looks like Smee if his shirt oh. didn't fit yeah oh Smee is such a cutie too I love yeah. Smee and, and Dawson <laughs> but yeah they're trying to be tough and like whatever in this bar is clearly like every i love how in these old movie disney movies too that the, people are just smoking and drinking like it's nothing yeah they would not do that anymore there would be no smoking there'd be no drinking there would no be there there would no be there would, no be. There would not be any risque mouse can can dancers and she's she's good looking for a mouse <laughs> okay calm down there <laughs> I'm just gonna throw it out. Gonna... <laughs> now we know why this is your favorite movie. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's I just keep rewinding the, the bar scene. Uh, uh no, she's she's buxom and uh bootylicious for a mouse. And she strips too. I forgot she like strips down yeah. her outfit to show off like a, yeah, a very... she had like she had like a coat on at the start. Yeah, she had a coat on that underneath was like a very cabaret kind mm-hmm. of thing, can can look. With like no pants, it's just butt and then feathers. Yeah. So, whew. I don't think I paid attention to the song enough because I don't, I don't remember. The, I was like, <laughs> I was really gobsmacked by the words because I forget. Like the only one, the only part that I really remember is she was saying like, "You can do whatever you want." Da, 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 da. I I know the tune, but like I I don't know. I guess and I she never had a very attention. like deep and sultry voice too. So do you know who that was? This also is not in Two True Syndicate, but it could have been. Bette Midler? I don't know who. Liza Minnelli. Oh, that's very fitting. And apparently they wanted Madonna at first, but they, uh, the director was, I don't know, there was a reason that they were like, mm, maybe not. Like they almost thought Madonna was too risque or something, but it's like, but that whole scene <laughs> is risque. Yeah. This mouse is like her heaving bosoms and she's singing and you think Madonna's too risque. Yeah. The best too is also like the piano player, the mount, the keyboard just jumps and is not connected to the piano at all. Very cartoony. <laughs> I just, I love how cartoony, yeah, the bar fight was like, so Dawson, of course, uh, you know, during this whole thing, like they're just getting pumped full of drinks by like they were getting no answers. You know, they're asking around for, Radigan, fidget, blah blah blah. They're getting no answers, and then the bar, the waitress, um, she like drugs their beer, um, which of course Dawson just gets super schmammered, and you but know, it's so short lived too. It's not a very good poison or whatever. No. Not a very, um, but yeah, he, you know, 
Basil takes like a sip and he's like, mm, this doesn't taste right. I think it's poisoned or drugged. Um, but Dawson gets up there with the cabaret ladies. He's having the best night of his life. He's having a blast. And it just makes me more sad that we're still in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You want to go to a bar and just dance. On I want to get up on the stage. Yeah, of course. I want to fight the random piano guy. So da- they twirl Dawson around and he falls on the piano. The piano breaks. So the, the piano player takes his like club, tries to hit Dawson, he swings and misses, hits this really big fucking guy in the back of the head who turns around, punches him. It basically just turns into an all out brawl. Nobody knows who fought who. Um, but basically they, they do see fidget in all of that and kind of follow him basically is what happens yeah and then they go down into the sewer and they they see the glass bottle and they see olivia in there or they think it's olivia and surprise it's fidget he really loves that uh posing as a sleeping girl little girl because he did that in the toy store too that's his best that's his best defense mechanism it's Pose. his move man he's got that move it's a pretty good one <laughs> it's a pretty good move yeah of course it's a trap laid out by radigan he knew the whole time but this is so you're kind of right on this scar thing i think like i never thought about it till now but this guy has genius plans very flamboyant very over the top though with like his thing like he he like had a banner made specifically that said welcome basil <laughs> like like when was that made i know that's so it's like such over the top villainy like he's got manners at least yeah and there was like confetti they make it like a big part maybe that's what these other stupid fucking cronies are doing the whole time they went to party city he's like no 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 no. he spelled basil wrong yeah <laughs> get as much confetti as you can find yeah. all the crepe paper I said red balloons, red balloons only. What is this shit? Yeah, so I, I love that too, where he's just like, he is so over the top. Like, and you got to give him credit. Like, he's not, he's kind of two steps ahead of like Sherlock right now. He is. So I, I do give him credit. And he's also typical, like, Bond villain style. He sets up all this like death trap stuff. He's like, well, you know, I couldn't decide how to kill you, so I'm doing it all. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. Uh, yeah. What is what does he have? Arrow, axe, anvil, and gun. And a gun, yeah. And, and it's just all... the mousetrap in general. Yeah. Well, and also he's got a jaunty tune for them to listen to before they die. <gasps> Goodbye, farewell. But also he sang. So he composed he a song, song, sang it, and recorded it on a record. <laughs> And then, like, play the record. And then once the song finished, like, the arm of the, what's the gramophone? Yeah. Would, like, pull the cord Mm -hmm. and then, like, set off the whole uh, machine to kill them. It's like a Rube Goldberg machine. That's what it is. Rube Goldberg. Yeah. And honestly, I love that kind of complicated villainy. (laughs) Yeah. Don't you think he wanted, he should have. You would think he'd want to stay there to watch it, but of course he set up a camera, a Polaroid camera, to take a picture right at the time of the smacking of yes. the anvil. So yes, he's dedicated to theatrics. So again, flamboyant villainy. You know, maybe he shouldn't have turned to thievery and whatever overall bad dudeitude 
he should have just been like yeah, a dude. <laughs> he should have just been like a like a theater like whatever like a director oh, a playwright yeah. he could probably basil is pretty pretty depressed like he basically just gives up which is weird you haven't seen him really just give up like that he usually has like an out but like he just gets tied up to this mousetrap and is just listening to that song the whole time while radigan um replaces the queen mouse with the robot queen (laughs) yeah because it's her 60th uh year of rain celebration gala Mm -hmm. jubilee jubilee jamboree how long do mice live uh not long like not 60 no maybe five years Mm -hmm. because like the average lifespan for a rat is two years why do you know that because i really want pet rats (laughs) (laughs) okay that's another one of those rabbit holes that i all right listeners listeners we just found out why adoni finds this movie so damn depressing he is pulling for radigan this whole time it's the truth i want radigan (laughs) to win (laughs) clearly (laughs) wow that's yeah you got it i'm also interested in pet snails um but you can't own giant African land snails in the United States, which is a bummer. So I was going to say, I could just go outside and find you like a snail probably. Yeah, that's true. You can do that. But I mean, like a giant one would be friggin' awesome. Like it one the size of like a softball. Do you want to be SpongeBob? <laughs> oh, Gary. Oh my God. I, how many people do you think that own snails and then they just name them Gary? All of them. Yeah. Like, if you don't name it Gary, you don't get to own a snail. Oh, all <laughs> snails are born with the name Gary. <laughs> yeah, that's if you had to adopt it and they went through the paperwork, they're like, what, what are you going to name? And you're like, mm. you didn't say Gary. Yeah, they're like, Mm-mm. yeah, this robot thing is great, though. So the toy maker figures it out. And basically, he has figured out a way for his whatever he says it spits back out in her voice even. So not only did he make a robot, he actually made like a voice like inflector or whatever, like a, what do you call those? Voice modifier? Voice modifier to like mimic her voice. And that's like, and basically they go in front of mouse, the whole mousedom. And she makes an announcement that she's giving up her reign and giving all the power to Radigan, king of mousedom now. King of Mousedom, or like her con, I don't remember, confidant. Confidant, yeah. Something. Uh... Yeah, she can't She can't go away because there's such like a thing with like the, the queen. Bloodlines royal, and Royalty, yeah, but he's, as long as she's like, yes, because he's like, oh, with your permission, of course. Yes, I have quite a few uh, proclamations, declarations, and uh, changes to make. What are some of his things? He like he like taxes the poor and like way yeah. much. It doesn't make taxes any sense. the poor, the the old, the infirmed, and children, <laughs> and especially children, and especially little children. <laughs> and you're like, those are the people that don't have money. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, you know, typical uh, capitalism. That's my, Basically, that's if you point. give the rich money, then through trickle down, everyone else will get more money. Mm, right, 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 right. Right, but we know that doesn't work because the rich hoard their money. <laughs> if we give them cheese crumpets, they'll give their people cheese crumpets and crumpets and crumpets. Everybody's gonna get crumpets. Oh, I really want a crumpet. I've never had one. 
I don't even one know one. what one. What what is a crumpet? An instrument? <laughs> that's a trumpet. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a a crunket. I don't remember why, but Basil gets like the motivation to break out and he oh, they escape the trap and save Olivia and then it's time to go save the queen and, and the dad. <clears throat> Are you ready for this though? A yes. crumpet is a small griddle cake made from an unsweetened batter of water or milk, flour, yeast, eaten in the UK, Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. It basically looks like an English muffin. I was gonna say, so it sounds like an English muffin because an English muffin is a griddle cake, I'm pretty sure. It is an English muffin, but you're just putting cheese on it. Oh man, that would be great. Done. <laughs> yeah, done. Butter and cheese, great. I'll take 10. Yeah, so he, he breaks the trap or whatever. So he doesn't, he can't really figure it out until Dawson says, He's like, what do you want to do? You just want to set it off now? And he's like, oh, set it off now? And like, for some reason that ticks in his head because of the timing. He figures out that if he sets off the trap and if they time it just right, that the trap will actually snap, but stop that ball from hitting whatever that sets off all those other things, like the the arrow, that ax, the, the anvil, all that stuff. Right. So it's pretty, pretty good. So it hits, it hits the ball, the ball, whatever, because it, there's so much pressure shoots out and knocks over everything. So everything still goes off, but like in a way where like the ax hits just perfectly where it cuts them apart instead of cuts them uh, to pieces. <laughs> and then I love though, at the end where he grabs like, you know, Olivia and Dawson real quick for the photo at the very end, he goes, smile yeah. everyone. <laughs> everyone smile. So they're both they both have like a little theatrical thing going. Like they both are just trying to one up each other, I think, theatrically. Absolutely. Trying to win each other's hearts. They actually love each other, I think. They love each other. They don't realize it. I would like, I would watch that. They just kiss they just kiss on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And then how do you resolve that then? Like, oh, oh no, Dawson's coming quick. Jump off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The rest of the movie is just them trying to hide their secret love. So, yeah, they escape finally from the, at least the trap that they're in. And Basil saves Olivia's dad. They find out where he's being held to, like, control the queen or whatever. And that's when Radigan's been telling the queen what to say, basically, or just, like, he has, like, a script. But all of a sudden, the queen just stops talking and then starts to mouth off to him and calls him a sewer rat. I'm not a rat. And he freaks out. Uh, what happened? Okay, so I just put in my notes because the last like 10 minutes are really hard to explain. Well, it's, it's just a chase like a series scene. of, yeah, chasing and fighting. Uh, the dog chases the cat, the bat. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens to the bat? Basically, the everything goes in an uproar, right? Because now Basil's controlling the robot. Radigan freaks out. They like fight a little bit down there, but he escapes with olivia and fidget and they're like they're they're riding up in this like blimp thing that's powered by a cycle like like a bicycle like a bicycle blimp yes it's a a dirigible they can actually control yeah so they're going up high 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 to just get away from basil and then basil and the dad and dawson get on a book and take balloons which i that's genius too um which is like letting out air here and there to like go up higher or whatever faster and they just they wind up at i'm assuming this is big ben is that your assumption 
Yes, the clock. it's definitely Big Ben. So, um, and they're like fighting in the clock and he rescues Olivia. And then they're eventually, of course, fighting on like the hands of the clock. And then they both fall off. Ooh, but the clock fight is intense. It is intense. Like and he like, turns into a legit rat. Like he shows his claws and starts yes. to like, like cut him. And like, you're like, yeah, if you really wanted to, this rat could have just murdered this mouse forever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he just gets like really rabid and wild. But it doesn't matter because uh, Basil outsmarts him and throws him off. And himself. Well, so yeah, Basil somehow grabs a hold of like the the propeller, the propeller. thing. Yeah. yeah, and because like Radigan's on top of this the the clock hand, and he's like, "I've won!" But what he doesn't realize is that the clock is about to strike midnight. And when that does, the whole reverberation of the clock knocks him off. Right. And then we think Basil's dead too, though, because as he's falling down, he like grabs him. And all of a sudden they're just falling down towards London and nobody's surviving that. Basil had like grabbed the propeller off the dirigible and pedals it and like comes back up and everything's like, yay! <laughs> the, little, <laughs> the little squeak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then they're back at Baker Street and everything's all good. And Olivia and her dad leave. They're getting on a train to go somewhere, maybe. And then Dawson's gonna leave, but Basil like like likes him and wants to be his friend, but he's socially awkward and can't just tell him, like, oh, won't you please stay and be my mystery partner, crime solving partner? And then they get another case. That's right. Uh, they got thanked by the queen, by the way. It's in the paper. Oh, yes. Quite. Which is quite, quite right. Um, but right, so another lovely lady mouse comes in crying, and that's when Basil's like, oh, well, uh, why don't you tell the details to my partner? And that's when Watson's like, or Dawson is like, oh, yes. Oh. Basically, they're they're just like, how old are they? Like 40-year-olds for mice living together? For 40-year-old men? I well, guess. Dawson's older than sure. Yeah, I would say Dawson's probably like a sixty-year-old, <clears throat> and Wat and um, Basil's like thirty-five. Ooh, quite the age gap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is the movie, and that's why he's so great. He's a great mouse detective. Oh yeah, and that's how they end because the movie is like being told from Dawson, <laughs> like telling <laughs> the story to someone else, and he is like. But I'll never forget that first case with Basil of Baker Street, the great mouse detective. Basil of Baker Street. Basil of Baker Street, yes. And those cheese crumpets. <clears throat> those cheese crumpets. Oh, I won. Okay. Two truths. And a truth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Number one. Oh, okay. We're just start- jumping right in. We're just, we're just ready. I mean, Basil would Basil would be ready. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. During the entire scene inside the toy shop, Olivia never utters a single word, staying true to Basil's line of, and not a word out of you, is that clear? Okay. Number two, this is one of the few Disney movies to take place entirely in nighttime. There are no scenes that take place during the actual day. Okay. Three. Three. Fidget 
was originally named Gadget, where he had a wind-up cog as a wing, but the animators changed his name and appearance after hearing the actor's voice and take on the character. Um. Huh. What was the first one again? <laughs> Uh, during the scene inside the toy shop, Olivia doesn't utter a single word, staying true to Basil's line of, and not a word out of you, is that clear? I, uh, I'm just going to say that one is the lie, because, I mean, she definitely screamed at one point when Fidget took her, but I don't know if she actually said any words, but I'm going to say that one's the lie. That is technically true, according to ah, fucking Yeah, they're not counting the scream as a word, um, so she doesn't say anything. And also, there are no day scenes. Yeah, that one I was like, that that one's definitely true. Yeah, so I lied about gadget and fidget. You just made that one up completely. Yeah. You were. <laughs> I'm always like amazed at the at the fake ones that you come up with. <laughs> Well, you know, I don't. I like to do more than just like switch a number or do whatever. I'm like, I want to come up with something that's like believable. Damn, way to way to shame the rest of us. Would you watch this again? Who would you recommend it to? Um, yeah, I think I would watch it again. Um, similar to me, and I feel like not a lot of people have seen this movie because like no one ever talked. Everyone's always like, oh yeah, Aladdin, Mulan, Little Mermaid, Dumbo, mm-hmm. Great Mouse Detective is not like one of those great known Disney movies. It is just like your big hero six. It's a very hidden gem. I think like it was around a lot of other popular ones that it just kind of got either overshadowed or like the rescuers kind of was, you're right about the same time probably. And so people think of like the mouse mice movies, I think. And they're like, Oh, the rescuers are like, no, you're like this yeah. one. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I mean, I mean this one, um, I would obviously watch this again. I love it. Um, it's one of my favorites, um, recommended to everybody. But especially, I think, like, this is a good introduction to, like, there's so much Sherlock Holmes stuff now. Like, if you had a kid, I would show them this. I would show them Enola Holmes. I would show them all the newer stuff. And then, like, Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. (laughs) That's the only other (laughs) mystery solving thing I could think of. Um, But, you know, there's, like, there's such a, like, those books are pretty intense, I think. So it's, like, it'll lead up to a book and be, like, you know, he's, he's, like, our greatest detective of of all time in literature so let's do it yeah sounds like we have a lot of sherlock holmes material to get through (laughs) yeah we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of mail um if you want to find us on social media or rate and subscribe to our podcast it's quite elementary listeners where would they go you can track us down to twitter podden together uh it's no mystery we're on Facebook on facebook.com slash podden together <laughs> or uh, come directly to us with your problems at poddenthistogether at gmail.com don't forget to rate us on iTunes uh, Google Play or Anchor Thanks for listening everybody and uh thanks for picking this dustin yeah no problem thank you guys and go solve a crime go sleuth it out on the internet <laughs> yeah
That's my call to action. <laughs> send, us, send us some true crime stuff. I like it. <laughs> if, you're, if your dad's missing, <laughs> we'll find your dad. <laughs> <laughs>